Most of us as team members are very used to taking orders. My boss will tell me, I will do it. But I think in the new world, the team member also has to be what I call a proactive self-leader, which means I need to take responsibility. I also need to believe that I'm responsible for the success of the organization, which means that sometimes I have to go up to my boss and say, boss, what are you working on today and how can I help you? How often have you had someone walk up to you and say that? That was Himanshu Tambe, adjunct faculty at Singapore Management University and visiting faculty, Indian School of Business. Himanshu currently works as CEO at InSource, an augmented intelligence platform designed to optimize operations. He is also the CEO of Cosmode Consultants that offers self-serve consulting using digital-first products. Leadercast is a podcast series by ISB Executive Education. This podcast features prominent business executives who are redefining functions and industries and what it means to lead in an era of accelerated change. Through this podcast, you would gain deeper insights into leadership, business, technology, and more in order to stay ahead of competition. Hello, Himanshu. Uh, Nice to be back with you. And, you know, looking forward to picking up our discussion where we had left last, last time. We were talking about the future of work and how it is being disrupted by technology and digitalization all around. And you left us at a very interesting point where you said that the role of a leader would change from that of a monitor to being a mentor. So what can you just elaborate what you meant by that? First of all, thank you for having me back, Garima. Very uh, interesting topic and I enjoyed our conversation last time. So you're right, we did speak about the boss being more of a mentor than a monitor. And um, my view is the reason why that is necessary is because of what technology has done to jobs. Effectively, digital technology, data, increasingly AI, has removed the information asymmetry. Previously, much of the information was with the boss, and he or she provided that information to others, and through that did the process of coordination and scheduling and gave directions. But today with mobility and with analytics, you get those insights on your palm top, in your fingertips. So why do you actually need the boss? The earlier jobs of controlling, scheduling, communicating, decision-making, probably not required the way it was. So then the the boss needs to take on a different role. And my view is, actually with more information, the next thing that the individual needs, the individual frontline worker needs, is help, is coaching, is advice at the point when he or she is stuck. Sure, Himanshu. And I'm assuming that when you're talking about information, you are also covering aspects of knowledge and skills because... These days, the Gen Z or the millennials who come for work are multi-talented. It's not like the old school that one is an engineer and an MBA and has become a leader by, uh, you know, by, by virtue of being in the organization, growing up through the ladders. But we are seeing a lot of lateral, you know, talent hires. And at times when we're talking of new technology, we even see these millennials 
coming in with uh, you know better skill set in terms of concepts than the leader so i'm assuming that when you said information you also meant you know meant to cover this point actually you brought up a very interesting point thanks to the augmentation of jobs by technology the nature of tech jobs has become more information and knowledge oriented as opposed to the past and that knowledge is not necessarily available with the old school managers who have been in the system for a long time because much of this knowledge and skills to your point is about how to use digital technologies and the youngsters have grown up with it they used to call them netizens as we were talking just before the podcast today they called mobile seers which means these are people who grew up with the mobile phone in their hand and fundamentally their behaviors their knowledge their expectations is very different from the past i've been mean, an average individual joining the workforce today has couple of expectations i have seen one is an expectation of autonomy they don't want to be told what to do they're all asking tell me the why and i'll figure out the what and the how second probably because of the amount of information available to them and exposure they are far more shall i say oriented to the purpose again back to the why they want to be associated with causes like the environment climate they are far more concerned about issues of diversity e- equality inclusion so on so forth they are far more in tune with societal issues they understand what human rights is so when they make choices about their jobs they want to know that this company or this organization understands and respects all these other values now if a leader is not able to communicate to them in their language if the leader is not able to provide them the autonomy that they expect then you have the typical multigen workforce issues with breakdown of communications and so on and so forth so that's another reason why the leader needs to change quite significantly one because of the technology but secondly also because of a very new generation entering the workforce so you you are absolutely right karima that is indeed true Uh, yeah himanchu because uh, you know as a parent i have also seen there is a fundamental difference in the way these people are seeking knowledge or seeking information gone are the days when these um, youngsters would come to a senior or a parent seeking information they have their own sources they go through the net they seek out to peers and uh, they when they are seeking knowledge and information but what they see or they need help is on guiding them on the right path is what i have also experienced as a parent so just extending your point from the corporate to also the family when we are you know uh, dealing with these youngsters another thing that uh, i observe these days and a lot of organizations are talking about is unbossing the environment so that means that they are basically saying that you are responsible for your job role and and, and unbossing is kind of the new world so what do you, what do you think about that well actually is the need of the hour uh, and and i think the gentleman who coined this term of unbossed is vast narsimhan and no artist and i think the philosophy be- behind unboss 
is not no boss. That's a very subtle difference. It is the existence of a boss, but the boss doesn't behave like a boss. He behaves like a coach, like a, like a mentor, like a friend. The most important characteristic of an unbossed boss, in my view, is someone who thinks that his team members are equal stakeholders of success, which is different from the bossed boss. The bossed boss thought, I am the custodian of success and you team members will do as I say. The unbossed boss says, hey, we are all stakeholders in the success. So let's talk about how to solve this problem. Your views may be probably better than mine. So an unbossed boss comes from a place of deep humility. So it comes with a lot of personal development is what I feel for the elder generation. It is very, very important to own that skills and work in that direction. Couldn't agree more with you, Garima. And, you know, people always said in the leadership development field that self-awareness and um, self-mastery, I think they called it, was the foundation, the building block of leadership. But I think we largely played lip service to it. And the way we did it was, at the beginning of any leadership development journey, there used to be psychometric testing, there used to be those MBTI type of assessments. And that was meant to be something that helps the person build a level of self-awareness. But I think this requires much deeper reflection. And this is for the individual to do. The organization can help, can facilitate it, but at the end of the day, it's for the leader to go deep within. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm inspired very heavily by Swami Vivekananda and his uh, thoughts. Many, many years ago, he talked about how a person needs to go deep within him, himself or herself and understand their passions and understand exactly your point about what I know and more importantly, what I don't know and be open to learning what I don't know. So I think self-awareness and self-mastery is going to become even more important. It's very strange, right? With the uncertainty going on around us, the only anchor we have is ourselves and deep within ourselves. But I don't know whether, and I'm going to say something very controversial, I don't know whether corporates are ready for it. The reason for that is Corporates still reward the confident, not the competent. They often confuse between confidence and competence. And there are a lot of studies, uh, including uh, a friend of mine who is deeply researching this topic. But I think the corporate ways of working, the quarter-to-quarter thinking, the result orientation in terms of numbers drives a certain type of behavior. And a certain type of managers rise. And they're not necessarily the managers who are deeply self-aware. And those who are deeply self-aware and who want to create a different culture don't necessarily get rewarded. And so they move out of corporate life and find there are the moorings elsewhere. And I think this is something that corporate America, I hope corporate India, begins to recognize and deeply reflect. Because otherwise, this talent of this generation will vote with their feet. They will get out of corporates. You're already beginning to see that happen. Corporate, uh, the young generation doesn't want to work in large corporates. Or if they do, they're doing it for a specific period, for a specific purpose, to gain experience, and then they go out. 
and just talking about context so in the hybrid context now that we are seeing so many so many jobs moving to a hybrid uh, role kind of thing or many corporates also moving to permanently hybrid work uh, pattern how do you see the role of teams and also the leader change in that context yeah i mean i think it's connected but slightly different to the conversation we were having there is this uh, gentleman at stanford professor nick bloom who has been studying remote working for the last 12 years i think even well before covid well before it became fashionable to talk about remote work he says and i i trust him a lot with his research and backing he says that it will settle into a pattern so the frontliners the nurses the garbage collectors the security men they will always all have to go back to work the knowledge workers like us will probably be able to work in hybrid settings and then the people with specialized jobs like hr it procurement they will go into a permanent work from home arrangement now the people who are working in hybrid and permanent work from home arrangements they are going to choose when to go into office and they are also going to choose who they are going to go to work with in the office we are already beginning to see patterns of that what does that mean for a corporate what does that mean for a leader when people want to exercise choice that the leader's choice and so now you're seeing right people saying oh everyone come back into office and uh, google had to rescind they had to listen to their employees so you're already beginning to see the interaction between the leadership and the team member changing in a sense and i think more of that will happen with hybrid what happens with hybrid in my view is the things you could achieve through face to face interactions mutual adjustment you can't do that anymore so now you have to compensate for that by using lot of formal methods like minutes detailed minutes setting up calls in advance to even have a small trivial conversation which i could have walked up to your desk and had so now when you increase the formalization is that does that mean there is more hierarchy coming back and we are talking about living in a flat world and then hierarchy coming back with hybrid so i don't think people have understood and settled on that topic yet i think with with time we will know where what happens but one thing is clear the old ways of control and command of a leader will not work in a hybrid setting so again leaders will have to change multiple reasons this is one more reason why leaders will have to change Yes on another note I've often heard my friends say that you know when we are working from home work increases many fold there are many more email uh, going emails floating around for small things which we could have done um, which we could have got done easily when if we were physically there in office is not getting done anymore so completely relate to that point and definitely uh, you know in a hybrid work environment all of us will have to rethink as to how do we manage this um, you know formality versus uh, an, an informal communication and how do we get our jobs done more smoothly and with lesser effort so uh, definitely that and uh, you know um, you also mentioned about a modern leaders dilemma i would call it you know whether are we again going back to hierarchy or we're going to stick to 
a flat organization and if we, we are sticking to a flat organization how do how does a leader you know upskill or i would not upskill would not be a right word but how do i really reorient or reanchor myself as a leader in this new environment so any pointers you have for these leaders first of all i like the modern leaders dilemma and with your permission i'm going to use it in the classroom when i when i talk to students next but i like that phra- phraseology because i think it's not a question of throwing away all the old and completely adapting to a new i think it's finding the right balance i think there is a place for hierarchy i mean in a crisis i mean you can't go around generating consensus sorry it doesn't work right so we don't want to throw out hierarchy but we want to change the mindset behind hierarchy it's a new way of working and my view is just as much the leader has to change i think the team member also has to change most of us as team members are very used to taking orders my boss will tell me i will do it but i think in the new world the team member also has to be what i call a proactive self leader which means i need to take responsibility i also need to believe that i'm responsible for the success of the organization which means that sometimes i have to go up to my boss and say boss what are you working on today and how can i help you how often have you had someone walk up to you and say that very rare that's because the team members also believe that hey my job is to just listen so i said i think as a team member you have to take accountability take responsibility for the success believe that you are equally accountable for the success the leader on the other hand and we have discussed um, has to i think it has to all start by being humble very simple be more humble know what you don't know be open to learning from others including the junior most person on your team so um i think it's it's been a very good conversation we've had these two series i've really enjoyed conversing with you also learned a lot from you is there any parting uh, you know comment or parting statement you would like to make on the future of work future of teams future of leaders well that's a tough one but i think i'll i'll try to answer that by quoting charles handy Charles Handy was a very respected academic. I think I'm not sure whether he has passed, but in one of his books, he said, "What got you here is not enough to keep you here, and definitely not enough to take you there." So I think for leaders and team members alike, for leaders and organizations alike, they have to be ready to. question some of their old assumptions and adopt a new way of working so that's on that part i'd like to say thank you garima i really enjoyed both the conversations and uh, hope it gets out to the viewers and uh, listeners and uh, hope this sparks a new debate absolutely uh, himanshu thank you so much